pen and pad in my hand Transparent on the mic, gotta share this man I was driving through my city I'm fresh off of work, it's a Saturday night And I'm about to go berserk Have this urge that I wanna sip something I'm feeling it, maybe have a couple of a double Then I'm killing it But then the spirit hit me quickly What kind of man do you wanna be? What's integrity? Then I remembered what my pastor said It only counts when nobody's looking Enough said, so I shook the thought quick And said, Lord help me But I still got some residue, you know it's true And I ain't even trying to fake it I still struggle now, but I'm glad that my struggles Don't weigh me down I thank God for the men's meeting What we talk and pray is fellowship We face tests every day Sometimes we pass and other times we fail If we do, there's a retake, we will prevail Cause you can't keep a good saint down We more than conquerors Take a close look Yo, use these binoculars See, I ain't tryna be the same dude next year So I'ma take a selfie, share it with my peers I'm moving on with God like just Joseph Throwing up the deuces, miss me with the bogus I don't do this for the money and fame, you must be kidding me I do it for the Lord, you can have this for free uh, And you don't owe me a dang thing but to love me It feels so good to be saved, my life's lovely <laughs> Yeah, come on Cause you can't keep a good saint down And I ain't going nowhere no, sir, cause you can't keep a good saint uh-uh. down. I ain't going nowhere. You gotta deal with it cause now. Cause you can't keep a good saint down. I ain't going nowhere. No, sir, no time Cause you so. can't keep a good saint uh-huh. down. Now clap, come on. One time for the Lord. <laughs> Two time for the Lord. Yes, sir. Shout out to my pastor. Oh man, what's up, what's up everybody Welcome to the No Judgment Zone This is a No Judgment Zone Meaning, we're not here to condemn nobody We're not here to beat nobody up We're here to talk about the goodness of God And what he says about everyday life You know what I'm saying, Bishop? Because like, you know, people think Oh man, that's too big or that's too small God don't care about that He ain't really looking at God's involved in everything Whether they like it or not It is See, religious people would tell you Oh man, God don't care about that He's only concerned with the order of the church (laughs) You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They'll give you some crazy, uh, some crazy spill, man, and you can't even talk to some of these religious folks on a on a on a down to earth level because you know they so spiritually minded. They're no earthly good, mm-hmm. you know, and they can't, you know, put the practicality of the gospel to everyday life because they don't really know how God works. That's right. You know, I don't, I don't. I mean, we we could sit here and say from the out, you know, from a uh, from a from a, 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 a distant point of view where we can't see clearly, and we can assume that well, all these people God chose must have been really special people. They must have really had some things going on for God to choose them. They must have been some pretty smart people. They must have really earned. That kind of spot with God. But nope. God chose some average Joes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God chose some people that were, you know, were in a mess, were messy, had a lot of flaws, had a lot of secret things going on. 
had a lot of things that said they didn't qualify. But just so happens, God don't look at flaws to say you qualify or don't. Matter of fact, many of the times, your scar and what you deal with and what your struggle is, is probably what makes you qualify with God. Especially if you're rejected. Yeah. You know, especially if the world says, ah, never, that'll never happen. <laughs> Not him or her. Puh. Who, who would want that? Do you know what kind of people they are? You know what he or she did? God's like, yeah, that's why I chose him though. Because you wouldn't choose him. Mm. But I do. And through him or her, I'm going to show my power. So that's what I love about God because it ain't up to me. I love how David always reminded God. He didn't have a prom when he cried out to God. He didn't have a prom reminding him saying, remember your promises. Remember your people. Remember what you said. That's what I'm hanging on to. So David knew this ain't, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. There's no breakthrough. It ain't going to happen because of me. God, you said it. You're going to do it. That's what you said. All I'm going to do is wait on you because you're my refuge. You're my fortress. You're my strong tower. And that's what we got to do every day, man. The solace ain't on me, man. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just believing him. That's right. I'm just believing him, man. I don't know about nobody else. I'm just believing him because that's what he requires from me is my faith. You know what I'm saying, Bishop? That's right. So we want to welcome everybody in. I am your host, Miguel Profect Esparza. I got my best radio voice on today, even though we're not on the radio. This is the No Judgment Zone podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, we got to make sure we present everything right. (laughs) But if anybody's been listening to us, and shout out if you have, for those on SoundCloud, um... Uh, 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 Apple Podcast, those who have listened to us through Jerry Royce Live, Christian Media, Double XI. Shout out to Jerry Royce and all that family, all, all family, because they're saved, we're saved, we're family. Um, so shout out to them as well. Um, if you cop the bootleg version, I don't think people do that anymore, uh, but if you did, thanks for listening too. <laughs> you know, uh, shout out to all the brothers, the sisters, everybody locked up, locked down, everybody all around the world who has, you know, the opportunity to listen to us and you've given us an ear. Thank you. We hope that God has spoken something to you through us just a couple right. of, just a couple of nobodies you know a couple ex-felons did some dirt here and there you know that kind of thing hopefully you've heard something of god through us because that's our aim that we could speak to the nations thank god for technology we could speak to the nations right now right here on this platform Once I upload this episode, it is now distributed worldwide. 
Anybody who has an internet can log in or can tap in, can tune in. Ain't that amazing? That's 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 at any at any time. In any time zone, in any region, in any part of the world, if you have access to the internet, which most do, you can tap in. That's crazy. Mm. Imagine somebody right now on the opposite end of the world hearing your voice right now, Bishop. Somebody on the other end of the world is hearing your voice right now. That's a trip. And in this lifetime, we may never even touch that place physically. We hope so. And I believe we will at some point. Amen. Because God's doing some things that are telling you and I, Bishop, amen, make sure you got a passport. Make sure you, you know, just stay sharp. Just just stay ready in season and out of season because I'm going to take you somewhere. And what I put in you is going to be the key to it all. So thank God for that. Uh, Again, we want to thank you for tapping in. No Judgment Zone every Thursday. And man, we got we got some things to get to, man. We got some prevalent issues to get to. And um we don't need to shy away from it. We don't need to act like that it don't exist because let me tell you something. The Bible says that there is no temptation except that is which common to man. So in other words, Everybody has been tempted with the same thing. There is no anomalies here when it comes to temptation. There is no strange or indifferent or different or, wow, you really uh, thought about that? It's all the same across the board with God. So we don't need to act like, (laughs) you know. It's something strange. We don't need to act like we ain't been touched in the same manner. Amen, Bishop? Yeah. So, without further ado, we could touch on this Dr. Rabbi Zacharias, what the headline says, scandal. Um. Okay. And, and Bishop, we talked a little bit about this prior, but we'll talk more about it here. And if anybody in the Christian world knows, uh, you know, allegedly, apparently, not allegedly, because the facts already came out, all that type of stuff, um, you know, the man of God, I'm going to still call him that. The man of God, Dr. Ravi Zacharias, the late Dr. Ravi Zacharias, who's no longer here with us. Um, you know, it came out through their ministry that he was involved in some sexually immoral type of things. Um, you know, from him supposedly, uh, touching on his employers, you know, having massage there, you know, massage parlors and, 
um, having relations, you know, with the woman from there, uh, just people that are, were under his umbrella, under his ministry, um, doing many inappropriate things and has uh, unfortunately victimized some of these people. And they've come out. Um, his ministry put out a statement, rightfully so, before the public or, or anybody else did. They put it out themselves. We applaud them for that. Um, I, I believe we all can, um, we all should tend to and and speak on the behalf of whatever's going on in our ministries that God has given to us versus somebody else speaking about it, right? We should have the transparency to be able to say, hey, man, this is what has been going on, right? And this is what we found out, and this is what, unfortunately, are the details and whatever issue a statement of apologies or whatever it might be, right? I mean, we we have to hold our own um, accountability in that in that nature, right? Dr. Rabbi is not here to be held accountable, so I'm not personally going to sit here and do like some other people have been doing that I've heard on different podcasts and stuff like that and 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 paint somebody to be a monster, right? Um because Dr. Rabbi to me personally has been somebody I benefited in the faith, especially when it comes to the area of apologetics, right? Um, somebody I really took a lot of notes from. I literally have notes, <laughs> you know, and I don't take much notes, right? Um, so for me, I want to say that off top, Bishop, is you're not, for me, you can't, you can't destroy what God has done you know, through a person. We could sit here and say, oh, well, you know, he tainted, he tainted his legacy, he tainted his name. Okay, sure. But whatever Dr. Rabbi has done as far as kingdom is concerned, that's not according to his own power or abilities that he was able to do what he's done. We're talking about kingdom building. We're talking about the preaching of the gospel. We're talking about the teaching of the gospel. We're talking about his gift, you know, and administration of, you know, or in the apologetics arena. That wasn't him doing it know-how. That was the power of God through the Holy Spirit who has done that. The Bible says that we are his workmanship, amen, that he is working through us. So when it comes to the kingdom, I'm not going to sit here and say he isn't or wasn't who God called him to be because of these things. I'm not going to sit here and also applaud the actions or anything like that. By all means, no. We pray for those who have been victimized, those who may have been traumatized those who have may have been betrayed because you know church hurt creeping in and all that type. you know how that goes bishop yeah like like you you know how that goes so we're not insensitive to none of that we pray that within the ministry there is now counseling that there is now uh you know attentiveness to those who may have suffered some sort of trauma and especially 
that their faith would still remain. Because some people experience certain things that say, or that the devil would use to say, told you this God thing ain't real. Look how crappy these people are. They're not, they're not God. Why would God do that to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he'll start suggesting that type of junk. So, 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 um, that, in my personal take, that is how I'm going to continue um, to view both sides uh, as far as he's concerned and what's happened with those that are still here and having to deal with that. Um, but overall, I do not believe that that has destroyed the works of God, you know, that God used him to do. Um, so that's what I will say about that. And that's really all I have to say. I'm, I'm not going to like, again, like other ministers and pastors want to sit there and make five hour long podcasts bashing this dude as if God ain't real. Um, I'm not doing that here. And that's my spill as far as the opening part of this segment, <clears throat> uh, Bishop. So I'm sure you have something as well <clears throat> on that. Well, let me say good afternoon to everybody. And um, thank you for having an ear for us this afternoon and uh, our night. Or it depends on where you are. And uh, we're just grateful to God to be able to even uh, host and co-host a no-judgment zone because, you know, 10, 11 years ago, the only zone we was in was a jungle zone. <laughs> right. And uh, so, but praise the Lord, we still uh, stood, you know, on the principles of God, you know, through Christ Jesus in not judging. And so that's what makes this a safe uh, uh, podcast, you know, a safe uh, ministry, you know, for those who feel that they are under some form of condemnation, you can know that there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit of God. And that's important to know, you know, and when it comes to you know, the uh, alleged victims of, you know, and I'm going to say this, and people may not want to want me to say this, alleged, alleged victims uh, by the hand of this, and, and, and people say, what? This shouldn't be in the same sentence, of this man of God. Huh. Because that's what he was. So, you know, and 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 you put that so eloquently, you know, as, you know, I was thinking about that last night, and that's exactly what the Holy Spirit said to me, is that he, he was simply a vessel of mine. You know, m my word is designed to do what it's designed to do. You know, it's the Holy Spirit, you know, that is, you know, the mail carrier, should I say, of God's precious word. He's the one that delivers. He's the one that 
you know, rings the doorbell of your heart, you know, and when you answer the door, he delivers, you know, God's precious goods to you, the treasures that's necessary for us to exemplify who Christ is, you know, uh, 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 in this world today. Amen. So, you know, we, we only when you look through a naked eye, you know, when you look through the carnal eye, Christians, you'll always see the nakedness of a Christian. I mean, you, 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 I don't care what church you're under. You stare at your pastor long enough, you're going to see his nakedness or her nakedness. Man, man, man. Because the word is very clear. All have sinned. All. I like that word all because Pastor Bob used to challenge us and say, you know, for those of us who called ourselves being scholars, because we didn't have nothing else to do but, you know, read and study the word of God. He said, you know what all means in the Greek? Everybody's looking. You know, if we'd have had a Google, if we'd have had Google, we'd have been hitting it. <laughs> right. <laughs> looking crazy. You know what all means in the Greek? And, 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 you, and you couldn't figure it out. But you was, you, was try, you was thinking it meant something other than what it meant. And he says, all. It means the same. It's a universal word, all. And so, you know, that means that nobody is exempt from sin. People in the world, I love how the world does this because everybody want to one-up somebody. Everybody want to seem like they're more righteous than the other. And the only way that mm. you can become righteous, my friend, is through the blood that Jesus Christ has shed for you and you accepting that by faith. That's the only righteousness that God is accepting. Woo, woo. Come on. Contrary to your theology, contrary to your ideology, what you don't believe, that's fact. I'm not I'm not telling you what you know somebody else said. I'm telling you what Jesus himself said. I'm telling you who Paul uh, 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 when he was converted, the Holy Spirit, under his inspiration, empowered him to say and teach. The same with Peter, the same with John, the, uh, the same with all these apostles, you know, and these disciples. And these are people who had personal experiences with Jesus. And I can tell you this, I've had a personal experience with Jesus, and he's cleansed me of all of my sin and my unrighteousness. Now, guess what? When God looks at me, he sees Jesus. So I don't care what the stinking devil, I hate to put his name even on the airwaves. I don't care what he thinks because he knows that, guess what? I escaped his grips. I won't wake up in hell. I'll wake up in the presence of the Lord. Yes. I don't care what mistakes I may have made. I'm sure I'm going to make some mistakes the day before Jesus called me home. Why? Because the Bible is very clear in 1 John 3 and verses 2 that we do not know what we shall be, but when he comes, it says we'll see him as he is. So guess what? I'm going to be changed. And if so happen, the rapture takes place, yeah, I believe in the rapture, before that takes place, he says that I'll be changed in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. 
from mortal to immortality. So I can pull out this old stinking carnal suit that I have. So, see, I could be candid today, man, because every swinging Richard that's a male, and I can say this about males because I'm a male, and I know how we're wired biologically. Come on. And some of you professors and some of you psychologists and some of you therapists know exactly how men are wired. So every, and I can say this now, this is an adult show. I believe that every man struggles with their genitalia. Come on. So you can tell me something else. I don't care who you are. I'm willing to challenge you. Or I have self-control. Yeah, you do. I believe that. If you saved and you got the fruit of the spirit, you definitely got self-control. But guess what? You got to cast down every imagination that exalted itself above the knowledge of God. And guess what? The last time I checked, your imaginations don't go to sleep. <laughs> hey, that's real. That's so, real. I mean, you 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 may sleep, but your imaginations are still turning. Your thoughts are still going. You may renew your mind, but guess what? An old nature is going to come back and challenge it again. Every day. So that scripture that you mentioned in First Corinthians, the 10th chapter, the 13th verse, I like the 12th verse first. It says, uh, uh, beware when you stand. Look at Paul. He says, lest that you fall. Listen, he was dealing with a church that was bound and tied and yoked to sexual sin. Am I right or wrong? Amen. The worst church in the New Testament. We're talking about the church now, saints. We're talking about the church, you know, because this this took place in the church. And so we got to understand that, you know, Dr. Zacharias, he struggled as any man struggles. For there is no temptation such that is not common unto man. He had an assignment. Let me, and, and, and African American people say, how dare he say this? <laughs> Let me tell you something. When the FBI done an investigation on Martin Luther King, woo. Uh-huh. Everybody say, woo, now. The black Moses, man. You right, know? right, right. But again, he was a vessel that God used to stand for social justice and freedom for the African-American race. And not only for the African-American race, but for all of those who were oppressed. But when they done an investigation on him and Malcolm X, guess what the findings was? They said Malcolm X was a muck compared to Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., in investigation. Now the FBI tapped into all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah I won't yeah, go yeah. there. I won't get into it. Get into it because it's a no judgment zone. I believe that the man is in heaven. Amen. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I used to always look, you know, when I was young, and I remember seeing him smoking some Virginia Slims one day. Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> Puffing on some, huh? Now, 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 because holiness separates us, 
you know, sets us apart, you know, from the world. And I wasn't even saved in what, but when I seen that, I knew that that didn't reflect the characteristics of Christ Jesus. It didn't, re it didn't reflect, you know, the character of God. And I'm not judging him. I'm not putting him down because he was a great man of God chosen for the generation for a specific work of deliverance. And it took place. Yes. Right? And, 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 and you know one thing about when God does something, it's eternal. It don't ever go nowhere. Right, 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 right. It don't ever go nowhere. Guess what? They don't make streets, holidays. They, look, that that they didn't do that for Malcolm X when they did in New York, a, a street or whatever, but, but they didn't make a national holiday. Why? Because they didn't agree with his teaching, with his doctrine, with his approach. Right. <clears throat> Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. Listen, Martin Luther King was a vessel, and he walked in what God's word said when it came to the demonstration and the litigation of what was taking place. It was the wisdom of God that he used. People say, oh, it was in Morehouse education. That's what you think. Huh. That would have been temporary. But I just want to say, man, because people are sitting here pointing fingers, Christians. That's what bothered me. Right. You know, the world sometimes, listen, you know what they do to the world when they see a leader fall like that? Mm. The world sometimes say, okay, well, this dude ain't God. Huh. He's human. Man, everybody, he struggled with what I struggle with. The only mistake that and, and and if he was here, he would say this. The only mistake that he made, beside, and I'm not saying that his abuse wasn't a mistake. His abuse wasn't. A matter of fact, it's a crime. Right. You know who who who. But 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 again, God used the foolish things of the world to confront. You know, I love this topic, Miguel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why the Holy Spirit is so fluent in it when we discuss it. Because this man, you know, if, if he would have just found somebody that he could have confided in. Mm, come on, man. If he could have found somebody that he could have confessed to, then there would have been an agreement of prayer. And you would have created the atmosphere of power. And when you create the atmosphere of power, the Holy Spirit moves. Yes, definitely. You can't sit around bound and not say, hey, man, look, I'm struggling with this, bro. You got to find a confidant. Right, 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 right. You know, where was the safety plans? Why was the position of trust so great with Dr. Zachariah? Because nobody knew his issue. But that's just like you allowing your child or somebody that that, that that was given to you and God has given you charge and has given you a covering to have over what he's trusted you with. You don't let your child just go with anybody. Your child needs to be accompanied at all times by you. Right. You don't trust nobody in the world. Right. Amen. It's not, oh, well, he can go with his coach. Right. He can go with this. Oh, he's in the Boy Scouts. Right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, that's a male mentor. No, 
God says raise a child in the way that they should go. That's your responsibility. I love parents that's always with their children and don't trust their children with anybody. Amen. That's That's what God's charged you to do. Because the devil came to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. He don't care nothing about your kid. And matter of fact, you know why there's abuse in the world, Dr. Miguel? <laughs> My <dude. laughs> Abuse is in the world because the enemy wants to root unforgiveness because he knows that if you cannot accept the forgiveness of Christ Jesus, notice I said his forgiveness, because something you cannot forgive. But that's why God gave you his spirit. That's why he gave you a new heart. So that he can have the latitude to bring you into the faith of Jesus Christ's forgiveness for everybody and everything, with the exception of black women uh, against the Holy Spirit, which a lot of dummies, you know, have already committed because they've rejected what we're saying right now. Mm, Come on, man. Come on. And so now they don't have nobody to work with. I hate you because, yeah, if you abuse somebody, it's going to develop hatred. Yeah, it's going to make you want to kill them. Yeah, all of that. Right. But Jesus said, guess what? When you attempt it, God will provide a way of escape. Jesus came, guess what? For you to open up that window and jump right out of it to say, hey, look, I ain't doing that. I remember one time we had got got into it at this party, man, and this other rival gang in L.A., they was there, bro, and, and 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 as soon as they pulled them straps out, I, 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 I ain't never been no hero. Mm. We was on the third floor of some apartments, bro. Guess what? You already know. I hit it like a cartoon. You ever seen Fred Flintstone go through the door and all you see was the <laughs> He hit it, huh? <laughs> I hit it, bro. Three stories. Three stories. I was like... I'd rather break a leg for this uh, for this cat to blow me in my chest. <laughs> Man. I thank God for you being a good engineer, bro. Amen. Hey, look, because you're going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for you. But yeah, yeah bro, but I just want to, just in closing on this particular topic, unless you want to re revisit it, because this is a cold topic, and I know we want to get to the rest of it. Listen. Sexual abuse is going on everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. You cannot be silent when it comes to sexual abuse. I want to, to just let me get a message to the victims. Yeah, amen. You know, thank God that, you know, you understood your voice. That, I know that the Holy Spirit causing you to not be silent in that area. Mm-hmm. You know, and thank God that you came forward. And I hope, this is me, it's my prayer that it wasn't done because there was a financial light bulb that went on in someone's head. I got to say that. Because it's become a trend that because, you know, when Catholicism said, hey, we're selling out and we're paying all victims X amount of dollars, or when the university said, hey, look, we're going to compensate all of our gymnastic victims. Oh, when the boy scouts say, look, we're going to compensate everybody. Listen, people were saying in their head, boy, I wish I was a boy scout when I was growing up. Huh. 
<laughs> bro, you, Man. you know it because you know the love of money. Jesus said it is the root of all evil. Right. Don't let that be the only reason why you came forth. Let the reason be I came forth so that somebody else won't go through what I went through. Yes. Not because I want some compensation. Because God, God is a righteous judge. He, he, trust me, you're going to be compensated. He's not going to let you go without. Yes. But don't let that be the motive. Do you understand what I'm saying, bro? Amen. Absolutely. That shouldn't be the motive. And so, you know, I thank God, man, for just, um, you know, understanding and having what God given such a spiritual understanding of it. Because, like you said, the patriarchs, the, the, the disciples, the apostles, listen, everybody had something. Yes. Everybody had a stronghold. And God made it known mm. to the readers. He made it known to us, to the believers. And it's no coincidence that God highlighted their issues. My God. You know, and you hit it on the head, bro. And, you know, one day when we, you know, really want to visit this, you know, I, I challenge every scholar in the world yeah, this is me. And, and especially these uh, ecclesiastical obstinuligators of the gospel who got information but no revelation. Ooh, talk about it. <clears throat> you know, I mean, who want to sound so articulate, you know, and so educated and just missing the mark. Man. You got cats, bro, questioning the salvation. You got major... You have major, bro, I'm talking about major, 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 major. That's why I love Pastor Gino, bro. Mm. Mm. Because Pastor Gino is hard. I want to know if he was in the joint. <laughs> because Pastor Gino, even, he, he, don't even, he calls these mega preachers out, bro. Like, you know what? You're, and, he, and, 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 and he has proof. Right, 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 right. They'll leave thousands and thousands and thousands of people and they're questioning the, the deity of my Lord. My God. Mm, 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 mm. And here you don't came and spoke at the domes and made $50,000 in one night. And I'm like, Lord. Mm, 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 mm. But I remember now what Jesus said. Everybody that cries, Lord, Lord, ain't going to the kingdom of heaven. That's right, man. That's what he said. And, and so that's the bottom line. So Oof. I just wanted to end it with mm, mm, mm. all of y'all Austin Nuligators out there, I challenge you to study David. Right. Study David's life. Mm. Study the, the decisions that he made. Mm -hmm. Some good and some bad. Right. But I want you to focus on the decisions that he made that were really bad. And how fitting that God chose him to say, you know what? I'm going to make him an everlasting throne. My God. I'm going to huh? make his name an everlasting throne. Man, Man. that's the one I want to, that's the one. Mm, 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 mm. That's the one I'm coming through. 
I'll come through him. I'll come through that lineage. I want to show the world that I died for the worst of the worst. Man. Hey! Man, man, that's man. That's what you got to realize. I ain't studying the bro. I'm telling you, I ain't studying the world. And if God give me the platform, I'll give my life hand. I'm not studying a lie, but I'm going to stand on truth because truth has already stood by itself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Truth never came down off the cross for me. Mm. Truth got up on the third day. Amen. And declared all power in its It's power in truth. Yes. And if Dr. Zacharias would have walked in that, mm-hmm. I believe he would have left a legacy. Amen. You know, that wouldn't be scrutinized right now. Amen. So I'm praying for the victims, and I'm praying for his family, and I'm praying for his ministry. Yes. That God healed them, you know, and that he comfort them, and that he raised them up and continue to give them new life. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Very beautifully put, man. Thank you for going right into it. You know, we don't, we don't, we ain't holding nothing back over here, bro. We don't, <laughs> hey, we don't, uh, we ain't, uh, politically correct, uh, you know, none of that type of stuff. Cause you know, we're here to give the truth. Um, but we know how to bust the devil in his eye though. And yeah. Amen. And, and that's, that's what we encourage more ministries to do, man. More, more people in the faith you know, got to do that. You mentioned that brother who, who's interviewing people and calling them out and all that. Hey, accountability got to start within the house, bro. That's right. You know, like we, we have to do more of this. We got to stop acting like we're not trying to offend people and all that. We can go about things without being rude, but we have to, we have to hold this stuff accountable. When somebody's speaking lies, especially our leaders, they're not above everybody. Leaders aren't above everyone. We're not above scrutiny. We're not above correction. We're not above. People make leaders that way. People, you know, pe- people in the congregation who don't understand that, like you said, that it's a vessel God is using, and I'm honoring that, right? But we we tend to put people on pedestals and act like they're an object of perfection when it's not. You have to look past the person and look to the person of Christ. Come on. See, that's what it is. That's why some of our prayers is like, yeah, don't look at me. Look at God. Come on. Because like you said, if you stare at me long enough, you're going to find a flaw. You're going to find an imperfection. You're going to find something in my nature because my nature is fallen. You're going to find that and you're going to use that as an excuse. You're going to allow the devil to use that as an excuse to make you feel like God isn't real. I will let you down. Bump it. I'll say it. I'll let you down. (laughs) But Jesus won't. And that's all I'm trying to tell you. That's all the bishop is telling you. That's what any man or woman of God should tell you is Jesus is point you to him. When you see ministers and Pat pointing at themselves, I advise you to run and go somewhere else. <laughs> Amen. I advise you to do that. But the main thing is, like you said, we can go on and on about our struggles and on and on about our imperfections. You know, 
And there is steps to deal with that. There is steps to deal with that. Like you said, there's accountability. Sometimes leaders, they let their knowledge in God turn into pride. Right. You know, and now it becomes more of, dang, people are following me, so I can't let this out the bag. Right? And and like you said, we're not saying like you got to come out every day, you know, with your millions of followers or whatever you do and tell them all your mess. But we are saying get with other leaders, get with other That's people right. that will hold you account. Not no yes men. Not no yes men who are afraid of you firing them or something, you know, right. or kicking them out of the church or something. Get you some people that is going to be real with you. And that will challenge you. Because let me tell you something. If you're a leader, the challenge is more. Come on. You should be challenged more. And the challenge is that you become more like Christ. That you walk in liberty. That you walk in what God has called you to do. And as I love what you say every men's meeting. You say, I tell on myself because that's what keeps me free. More more ministers and pat, we got to tell on ourselves a little more. But it's not, you know, well, I think it's what you, you said something earlier too, um, or maybe off mic, but any man or woman of God, anybody that has the love of God in their heart, in the confession, there shouldn't be a fear of retaliation. Meaning you shouldn't have to worry about somebody who loves you retaliating on you because you have something you're struggling with. Yeah. And if you're around people that tend to do that, you know, I don't blame you if you don't say anything. <laughs> you, know, right. you, know, you know, because you could, that is immature. And that isn't going to help you. They're going to let your evil, oh, they're going to let your good, meaning the good that you want to confess, be evil spoken of. So you don't want to run around and tell everybody everything, but you do want to get around people that will hold you accountable, that will help you, that will minister to you, and that will love you through it. See, that's key. Some of us don't love people through their mess. Come on. Right now, if Dr. Rabbi was here, they probably wouldn't love him through this if he confessed it and whatever oh, he said. No. They wouldn't love oh, him no. through it. They wouldn't love. Oh, no. They, they, they're uh-huh. going to be like, they're going to discredit him. They're going to say, kick him out of the church, excommunicate ex- like him. Yeah, yeah excommunicate him, throw him in prison. Yeah. Let's throw him out. And guess what? Yeah. Kingdom business, right? Kingdom business isn't that. The world says throw them out. Come on. God says bring them in. Come on. Hit it. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so the issue isn't, and I love it. You, you, you just put out great teaching on, on the fact that we all struggle with this. Come on. So he ain't, he might be just the person of topic, but the topic is still the same and it'll be the same. It, and it was the same before him, through him, and after him. And it's still today. Right. 
So we can not just pinpoint that that man of God, but there's a lot of other people still in the same boat. So in closing that topic, I want to end with saying, um, no matter what, Bishop, as you put it, we're just vessels. God is still God. The dangers of these exposures <laughs> or being exposed or whatever is the devil always wants to use these things to discredit God. The bottom line. The, the, yes, the bottom, the root of it is to discredit God. Let me you let me expose these filthy, nasty little people down here so that y'all can see God don't God ain't real. God don't change people. God, this God stuff, you shouldn't turn to him. Look at these, look at these, uh, look at these filthy people. So he'll always try, the bigger picture is just trying to discredit God. So I want to encourage people, and I'm praying that this does not take root, you know, in the victims nor anybody else who's looking at it from the outside. You know, and 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 that their faith would be discouraged. Because again, we're all struggling with something. This has nothing to do with we continue to move forward with God. We continue to go forward. We continue to learn. We continue to let God work in us. So um that's kind of my main thing with that is 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 also is just making sure, you know, that. Um, just people don't turn on God because of something that honestly we all have in common. You know, it's just the degree of of His stature and who He was, and 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 um, you know, uh, the respect He's had and where He's been worldwide and things like that. That 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 makes it that much bigger. But the root of it is still with everybody. Um. So, so I just got one more question, Doc. Go ahead. It, so I, I'd like to just ask all our listeners, and this is something for them to ponder on, and us as well. The Holy Spirit hit me and said, "So if he would have committed these atrocities first, and then been delivered and used." What would have been your take on it then? Right. Oh, we're not gonna accept him because this is what he did. So I mean, what what I mean, what how do you how do you accept what God is doing either way or what he's done either way? Right. Exactly. Because it could have been the other way around. He could have been someone that participated or committed these crimes or done these heinous acts and then God delivered him and set him free. You looked at him just like the early church looked at Paul, though. When he, <laughs> when he returned back to Jerusalem from Arabia. Mm. You'd have been just like the church, scared to let him in because you looked at his past. Right. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the bottom line is, is, guess what? It's it's us individually that has to be fixed and, has, and that have to look through the eyes of Christ, no matter how we look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. And and you know what, man, that 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 
that alone like opens up a lot of other issues in the church, bro. Um, Come on. You're talking about acceptance. You're talking about uh, these uh, detectives that only look at your past. You're talking about churches over there Googling you and church members Googling you and all kinds of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, there's so many things that that are just prevalent now. That it's, Paul, it's, Paul would have never been able to leave the church, bro. None of the apostles yeah. wouldn't have. Never been able to lead a church, bro. Yeah, and, and we forget about that, right? We forget about their deliverance and what God, how how God used them, right? We forget we preach and teach about them, but we act like they never had that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, we we act like that that was you know people be so mad at, about prisoners and God using people in prison and forget Paul wrote almost all his letters from prison, you know, like stuff like that, right? Look, look, look. even <laughs> in the Old Testament, remember quick. Moses, Moses, he's seen the two Israelites fighting. Or, or, or first he's seen the Egyptian beating the Hebrew. What, what did he do? He mm. came and he killed the Egyptian. Smoked him, yeah. <laughs> the Egyptian soldier, like, look, man, you ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. Then the next day, he's seen the Hebrew brothers or the Hebrew, whoever they was, they was going at it. And he went up to them and tried to be the peacemaker. And one of them looked at him and said, how you going to tell us something? And you just smoked the Egyptian soldier. Right, 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 right. You ain't leading me. Oh, man. You a murderer. Yeah. And, yeah. and that was Moses' reason for escaping. But you know what, though? Our reason for escaping and running causes us to run right into the arms of the Lord. Amen. That's we right. think we're running from a situation and not realizing that God is omnipresent. He's right where you're running. Right. Because you can't get away from him when you call. Mm. Yeah. That's how, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, man. And, um, man, this, this topic is fire, bro. Like, everything we, <laughs> I mean, it's just because, you know what, it's, it's ongoing. You know, yes. it's ongoing, it's it's prevalent, it's it's uh it's prevalent yet hidden, right? Um but we know about it, you know, we we know um these are serious things. You know, people act like they're Christians, I wanna say religious people. Religious people act like they're robots, like they don't feel nothing. But yeah, right. You know, they, they wanna act like they're not functioning. I think that's the word. Right? <laughs> I want to be yeah. a little more explicit, but I hope y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all right. want to act like y'all ain't functioning. But you are. So, you can't sit here and say, no. No. None of that comes to my... You're lying. Flat out. Stop lying. That's what I love about early church ministries, bro, is, is we got brothers that be like, dang, man, I lie. I, I was struggling today because, man, I was looking at old girl. She walked by, was looking kind of like, whoa, man. Like, man, I had asked the Lord to pray for me. You know, you know, I had to pray unto the Lord, help me. Because it's real stuff. It's real stuff, bro. I mean, you know, we ain't, it's inwardly, thank God, like you said, self control. It ain't like we're out here just jumping on people, but right. it's still Our there, right? <laughs> and we have to. Look, 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 look. I'm smelling this Washington green, sticky, icky, and then we own it. Yes, yeah. See, that's where our change and our self control has come in. Come on. You know, we feel these. Di 
Christians, you'll always feel the temptation. You'll, it'll always come. What are we doing with it, though? See, that's the, that's the issue. I like what Amen. you said a while back. Jesus didn't die for temptations. He died for sins. Yes. So, so you're, the, the feeling is always going to come. But if you're changed and you're renewed come on. and you're alive in Christ, come on. you know how to respond to those things. And be blessed. Blessed is the man who endures. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and you know how to live accordingly. Yes. Regardless of how your flesh is thinking and feeling. Come on. See, that's the thing. We keep emphasizing that here every day or every time we, we come in is, is the flesh ain't going nowhere. Stop trying to change your flesh. It's about living in the newness of life. That carcass is still trying to do what it want to do. But we don't live according to that no more. We live according to the spirit of God. So just because you don't see me not, you know, knocking some heads off anymore, Bishop, don't mean the temptation don't come. <laughs> you you just don't see the manifestation of that because I don't live by that no more. Come on. You know, that's, it's just that simple. I just don't live that way no more. Oh, come but don't, don't you still feel it, man? Who cares what I feel? Absolutely. Hey, look, I've been feeling that, I'm, <laughs> that I want to drink a 40 only every day for the last 21 years. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, what do you, what do you, why are you so hung up on what I feel or, or the temptation? Like, that's not, if I'm overcoming, I'm overcoming. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, we can go on and on with the temptations of the flesh, especially in a sexually or, uh, you know, immoral type of deal. Um, you know, just sexual sins in itself or the temptation of it all. I mean, that's, that's something we deal with, man. And, and again, that is our advice is that you get around people you can confide in, talk to people that are going to be real with you, hold you accountable, people that can teach you know, and people that could also, uh, you know, relate and not act like they've never done that. <laughs> so, um, man, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, man. Um, we want to send prayers to Tiger Woods. Doggone, he got in a crash. He got in a car accident, man. <laughs> I'm sure you heard. Yeah, but why would you be driving with all that money, bro? Uh, yeah, yeah. You got your wisdom, man. I, I'm just... <laughs> I was praying for LeBron the other night. He was like, man, well, I'm resting when I drive myself home. I'm like, man, look. Go ahead and get you a driver. (laughs) Go ahead. Get in the back seat. Chill. Let this man man or woman take you home. What's going on, man? (laughs) Come on, bro. I mean, if I was his wife, I'd be like, if I was Savannah, I'd be like, baby, I'm coming to get you, you know, when you at the the Staples Center. I mean, you know. They got, uh, they got maids, and, and I, I get it. I don't know. And, and, and Bronny, his joke is 16 years old. He can watch his little sister while the mom go get the dad. Yeah. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. You know, right. like they don't want to, you, know, you know, hire a driver or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so prayers to him, man. I mean, I guess people are like, man, his career's over. I'm like, okay, well. We'll, we'll see. Not if he accepts the Lord. Yeah. Not if not if he call upon the name of Jesus. Come on, man. Come on, so so prayers up to him, man. Also, yeah. um, 
Lastly is, is you know, I guess Cam and Kanye are getting a divorce. It's That's already kind of in the books. Um, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because, again, you know, the devil just want to make everything whatever's whatever. Um, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, why is it that when it comes to... I do not want to spend a lot of time on this. But look, why, why is it that when it comes to the Kardashians, right? You know, they have all the, they have a lot of power. They have money. They got power, right? They got a lot of attention. They got a lot of camera. They got a lot of influence. And so ever right. since they've put this into effect that they're getting a divorce, it's like, you know, Kanye, he already struggled with the mental health thing. He's not doing good now. You know, he's kind of getting tore up, man. Like, he, uh, he's he's just not doing well, right? All in while, you got people like, you know, his wife and the people around, you know, they have all the camera and the attention on him. It's like they get to paint the narrative, right? They, Kim is talking and always putting out her side, and everybody sides with her, and everybody's like... Oh, you know, da, 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 and it's okay. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, girl, you have three failed marriages now. You should be quiet. Maybe you're the problem. But because you have the money and the power and all the attention, y'all just letting Kanye go to the wayside like, yeah, he's just psycho. Oh, God, I'm glad I got out of that. And if you only knew how... And it's like, man, people start painting these narratives and it's like, bro, what? Man, look at your track record, man. Stop playing games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And and so I'm again, prayers up to Kanye. That brother saved. Um, that's the only real reason I bring him up. It ain't because of Kim Kardashian. Um, but because he saved and you know, he'd be struggling, man, and and he going through what he's going through, and that's my prayer for him, that God, you know, heal his mind, deliver him, keep him at peace, because um, he got a lot to deal with, you know, and especially when the media starts painting you to be like, you're the problem, like, you're the bad guy, and you're this evil person. It's like, nah, that's only happening because somebody has a one-up with these cameras and this influence, um, but that doesn't mean it's the truth. So prayers up to him. Um, man, I don't really have much else for today. <laughs> hey, look, and that first topic took it out of that, us, man. That was uh, <laughs> that was the main topic. That was the main topic, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, hey, look, that always take the take the take take the air out of the world, bro. Because you know, and I'm gonna tell you that like this. People like, shout out, I want to say shout out to Kirk Franklin, man, and Donnie McClurkin. You know, those brothers stood, man, and they were transparent, you know, in their season to talk about being abused sexually, you know, and, 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 you know, being addicted to pornography and just different, you know, forms of sex addiction for men that they might understand what's happening with them and know how to overcome that, you know, through a pure life in Christ Jesus, mm, you know? And so, good. you know, I just want to say shout out to those brothers because, 
they were pioneers, you know, in their season. You know what I'm saying? Because right. a lot of a lot of men who had the platform, you know, to uh, to be vocal, you know, about this particular issue, you know, they were the first that I, you know, seen that had the platform, right? Right. That came out and used their own testimonies. Mm. You know, That's so good. Their, own, their own experience of sexual abuse as a child, they were able to put it out there. Yes. And not and not and not cover their head in toxic shame, but to realize that somebody else who was going through what they're going through was needed to hear that. Mm, that's real. To know that God is a deliverer. That's real. And bro. that salvation is in Jesus Christ. Yes. You know, and that you can overcome. Mm, so I just right. want to say shout out to those brothers, man. You know, you know, never never met them, but guess what? I got a feeling I might. Yeah. One <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And thank yeah, you for, yeah. hey, thank you for bringing them up because it still ties into what we talked about earlier. You sure. know, these are some examples of men of God who have laid it, you know, out there, who said, yeah. "Man, this is what happened to me. This yeah. is what it caused me to feel like and be like and and da 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 and use it cuz that's what listen, I know so many people trying to bury what they've been through. And it's like, if you're saved, bro, that is the token that you have to prove that God is real in your life. That, that, is, that is what makes God real, is my scar. If you see my scars, you know that there's a story to it. Say that, man. Say it. You know what I'm saying? If you see my wounds... You'll see the story that's attached to it. Come on, man. Because, see, some people will look at you and think you're just some goody-good two-shoe Christian and that with these perfect people. But, nah, you got to look at my scars a little closer, bro. You don't know how I got here. Come on. You don't know why I got here. Come on. So I ain't going to, I ain't going to, I remember when that one brother was talking about me, I don't want to talk about prison. Why do I want to talk about that? Because that's where you was. <laughs> you know, that's where you got that's where you got saved. Now you're trying to put it behind you, but look, wound right back, wound up right back in there for another 15. Lord help him. Huh. Right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it's like you trying to shame that. You're trying to shame the testimony. You're trying to pretty much say God didn't do a work, you know. And and you're trying to cover it up. And it's like, that's why you went through it. Come on. That's why you went through what you went through. It's all attached to your destiny. It's all attached to your purpose. I remember the man always saying at Monroe, the pain was preparation for the purpose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, when I, when I started hearing that, I would accept more and more why I'm here. It it wasn't it wasn't even I made a mistake and I landed here. Yeah, that's that was uh yes, that was me, but with God <laughs> with God says, well, when I come into your life, that is my starting point of what I'm going to do with you. Mm. Okay, you got yourself in prison, but I'm going to take what the devil meant for evil and use it for good. I'm 
telling you. To God's, hear yeah, God's the coldest bailout artist in the world. He know how to bail you out of some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He know how to say, yeah, that happened. But look, I'm going to clean you up and I'm going to show you. And, and, and as you walk with me, I'm going to take that thing, that mistake or, or that, that, that issue. I'm going to use that. So, mm. that so that people can see that I'm powerful in your life. That's how God works. So, so I encourage brothers and sisters, hey man, don't be ashamed. If you're afraid, listen, if you're free, you're not ashamed. You can have a, a, a remorse, obviously. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to sit here, you know, if somebody questioned me about it, of what I've done, I'm going to be like, oh, you know, I mean, yeah, man, I, I was stupid. You know, like I wasn't saved. That's, that would be my answer. I wasn't saved. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, I wasn't saved. If 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 you give me an opportunity and there was a, a hey, man, you know, these people that felt you victimized them, want to come and, and, and get, I'm like, hey, man, I, hey, I apologize for sure. I, I didn't mean, you know, I was at a different place at that time. Now, if they want to bash me and hang it over my head, I'm going to say, well, you know what? You got to talk to God at this point. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Right. Because I know I'm free now and I've said my I'm sorry's. I do feel remorse and I did it. But hey, man, listen, I'm saved now. I'm a whole different person. Right. But my point in saying that is, is that God knows how to take what you've done, even when it was bad, and, you know, and demonstrate how good he is now to you. Because... How did this person be this way one way, you know, one day, and then all of a sudden he's this person the next day? Right. What happened? See, that's the question we want to stir up with our testimony. Well, what happened that brought this change? And that's where I could say, you know what? I met a man named Jesus while I was on lockdown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. This man named Jesus came and visited me, you know, and just so happened, he gave me a purpose and a destiny. He showed me I'm gifted. He gave me gifts. He gave me a calling. And here I am today because I said, yes, God. That's right. You know, so, man, I, I, you know, again, man, all of this, everything ties in, man. Everything has a purpose. Everything, you know, there's no coincidence. Um, and thank God that even in our mistakes, whether our own or whether through other people, God still uses it to teach. God will still use it for his glory, for his good. People say, well, how can something that bad be good? Well, walk with God a little more. That's it. You know, walk with God a little more. Are we getting an alert? I think we are. Oh, listeners, you're getting a live alert, an amber alert, huh? Yep. Lord, bring him home safe. Yep. If that's He'll the case, it. in the name of Jesus. Hey, look, because I got I to gotta get Washington props, bro. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, Washington's on it. Like, it, I think... Unlike any other state, because this was the capital. Yeah. And so, you know, God like gave them an early jump as far as technology is concerned. Mm. You know, to act on a lot of things. You know. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. We're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful.
grateful. Definitely. Amen. Well, Bishop, thank you for your wisdom, your understanding, your knowledge, and especially in these areas, man. Um, that was great. That really fed me. Um, and I know it'll feed whoever's listening too. Um, thank God for um your practicality, man. You you know, down to earth. Thank God that you're a real dude, bro. And you know, you ain't no uh, religious nut, you know, that some of these people, you know, are turning from God because of just somebody's weird ways of doing things. <laughs> Only because of Jesus, bro. All because of him. Well, <clears throat> any uh, closing statements, Mr. Uh, Bishop? No, bro. Just uh, God bless y'all. Love you. Until next time. Amen. Every Thursday, I am your host, Miguel Profect Esparza, with my anointed co-host, man of God, father in the faith, pastor, early church ministry, senior pastor, praise the Lord. Um, man, until next time, we love y'all, and God bless. Peace. <laughs>